0: Oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Give Me My Points podcast. I'm your host, Angry Domas. As usual, I'm joined by my host, Lockable. What the business is, bro?
1: What's going on, man?
0: Great weekend of football we've witnessed. Yeah, it's a great weekend all around, man. You know, you know as usual, let's get to the business at hand. Make sure you subscribe to giving my points podcast and also join the p3 picks plays and parlays discord picks plays and parlays Picks, plays and parlays Picks, plays and parlays p3 discord where we give our plays for free each and every day make sure you join the discord link is in the description below all right so this weekend of sports was just a one all around i mean you had the world cup finale you had football pro football trip ahead on saturday Pro football all day Sunday. Plus, you got football tonight, Monday. It was just great games all around. Right. And going to the World Cup,
1: man, I don't really watch soccer like that, but this is like the only game I've watched the, the entire game of. Got to say, Messi, that man was the truth out there, bro. Them boys battled. I was really uh trying to see if France was going to pull it off because... The uh, guy who had that bet slip, he took the cash out, which was a smart play. It worked out in his favor. I was trying to see if France was gonna win, but you know they came, Messi came through, and they had boys a chance, won. man. They
0: did. They came back. It was a wild yeah. game. Yeah, Bafé, man. That dude, that dude with the truth, brother, say he's so young, and was able to you know keep keep France in it single handedly until you know they had the shootout, but. Man, you know, as mostly, I say I started actually watching soccer maybe a couple of years ago. Of course, it's not as popular, you know, in the U.S. is compared to everywhere in the world. It's it's you know the biggest sport in the world, right? But I mean, if you weren't weren't really like an avid watcher or a fan of it. You should have become a fan after watching that game yesterday because it was so intense. Of course, you know, the stakes were as high as the World Cup. It's every four years. That's the final match. And for it to go down like that, it was just great to watch. And, I mean, that was early in the morning, so that started the day off right. right. But we need to rewind back 24 hours before that, that Saturday, where Weed. the the craziest shit, I mean, I, you know, unless, you know, you I saw it, I wouldn't believe it. Because it was just, you know, the greatest comeback in NFL history happened Saturday in that Vikings-Colts game. And, you know, because, you know, you texted me uh, for the first half of that uh, game because I had Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson in my fantasy team and, bruh, I was getting my shit together. I'm like, I'm about to roast this motherfucker here (laughs) on the next episode. Cause I'm like, bruh, five points. You have five points against a coast team. There's basically a bunch of just nobodies. Right. And they came back from 33, nothing. No, with 30, nothing. Was it 30, nothing or 33, nothing.
1: It was 33,
0: nothing. It was 33, nothing. Yeah. They wound up score another three points. So, you know, I, I couldn't believe that game.
1: It was it was a crazy game. I mean, like you said, I was texting you about the game. I'm like, man, this game looks terrible, bro. Why are we watching this? And then, bro, after that second half, I mean, after that first half, bro, Kirk Cousins went off. Them boys was acting a fool out there, and they went to overtime and won. That It was an amazing game to watch. Davin Cook did his thing. KJ Osborne did his thing out there. That that dude was a freak of nature. I mean, Justin Jefferson was double covered, but you know he got his where he got it at. But Kirk Cousins stepped up to the plate, bro. Thirty three points ain't easy to come back from, man.
0: And them boys did that, bro. I need the NFL's camera footage, or or somebody who whoever whoever was in there at halftime who gave whatever speech or said whatever they needed to say, that motherfucker need to be saying that every game. Cause right. I don't know what flipped the dude, you know, flipped the switch flipped in his head, but that motherfucker came out a different man and was like, say, bro, I'm about, I'm about to make shit shake," And he did. Like I said, we saw the biggest comeback in NFL history, period, period. We saw it live in action. And you know, Going to Matty Ice, he now has the worst loss in Super Bowl history yep. and the worst loss in football history. Yeah. Like, God damn. Like, I mean, you know, he doesn't play both sides of the field, but, I mean, bro, you were at the helm as quarterback and your name is going to be tied of that, and he has the most dubious honors now, man. Like, 28-3 football, 33 nut. I mean, 28-3 Super Bowl, lost Tom Brady, 33 nothing. you lost to Kirk Cousins.
1: That's wild. I mean, Thirty
0: three point lead, bro.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: That that shit there, that's like the Cavs coming back three one. Right. That's how I felt. Like you don't see that. You don't see that. It
1: it was crazy. I mean, even though they were without Jonathan Taylor, still, I mean, they couldn't get nothing done after that second. Uh, after that first half, them boys couldn't get nothing. That defense stood strong. And them boys was rallying points out the blue, man. Kirk was slinging that ball. Then he had that late touchdown uh, throw to Davin Cook to help him tie the game. It, it was crazy,
0: bro. Great game. Even even with, with Taylor being knocked out or what have you, bro, Moss is a serviceable back. Yeah. And you had a 33-point cushion. Yeah. You had a 33-point cushion. I could have milked it. Plus – Plus, um, before Cook got that hell of a you know run, I think they had a, a fumble, a scoop and score fumble that they called back. I'm like that should have been a touchdown, but that's the side of the point. I'm like, bro, you could put it on bad coaching or you know whatever, but that was a full meltdown by the Colts. Yeah, and you know they don't had to eat that shit, bro, because it was just like, what the hell am I watching?
1: Jeff Saturday looked
0: stunned. Stunned. You have bro. to be, bro. It's the worst. It's the biggest comeback in NFL history. The league is just over 100 years. We've never seen one of that amount. And plus, I rested in the day. The, the last um, biggest amount was 24 points. And that was the goddamn game with Kirk Cousins saying, You like that. All right. So, dude has the two biggest comebacks in the NFL in the past shit, I think ten years, bro. This is that was that was crazy. It was a real and, crazy uh, game. I think the second game second game was that Browns Ravens game. Um I I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch too much of that one because it was kind of boring. I expected to be another AFC North hard nose football blah 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 and you know Browns came out on top it's almost a who who cares for the Browns, but right. it's definite implications for the Ravens because I said when we did our midseason episode that I thought the Bengals would come back and win this division, and with Lamar being out, there's a chance, there's a chance. for the Bengals to actually win this division. Going to the night game of the Bills-Dolphins, you know, that was a snow game. They had to pause the game because they're throwing snow. <laughs> On the field and all that. Boy, that shit. was funny. Them boy, them fans was chucking them snowballs at them players, man. Like, bruh, I I don't understand why they're so hell bent on building the new stadium that's open air and everything. Like, bruh. It makes no y'all sense. Y'all have had inclement weather, and y'all try to make it such a big thing. Like, oh, but that's you know, football, blah, blah. It's like, no. You live in a place where you have snowstorms in the winter, and it's terrible, and nobody wants to see that to where the weather affects the game so much to where it's like, man, we it's, it's just too much, man. Like, build a damn dome. But, mm-hmm. you know, they like, they don't want that. And I'm just like, well you know, continue to have your shithole, you're never going to get the Super Bowl. Right.
1: But, I mean, it was a good game, though. I mean, it came down to a field goal. I mean, I didn't think Miami would compete as much because they're not used to that cold weather, but they stepped up to the plate. I mean, Tua did his thing. Waddle kind of led the receiving core uh, for that game, but, I mean, they played hard. Just uh, Buffalo found a way to... Get that uh last drive to get that field goal, but then and then also Allen man. had led their team in rushing yards, which is wild. I say it every time I see it. That that's just ridiculous to see that. To say you have running backs back
0: there, man. Yeah, it's not it's not sustainable, bro. Like he he can't keep taking those hits, and with, with that, you know that that kind of make me think the. The, the wind out of the sails of Buffalo that everybody was so high on at the beginning of the year. Man, I don't know. I don't know if it's their year, man. And it, it sure looked like everything was in place before the beginning of the season. But I don't know, man. It seems it's just like not Buffalo working. It's on Buffalo. Yeah, they, they, I feel like they're going to lose either the first or the second round at most. Yeah, they—they, they, I mean, they got the record, and everybody want to be like, "Well, you got to come through Buffalo and all that." But I'm like, "Shit, they can still get got fam." Right? I don't—I don't know, not—not not as high on them as I was before, but you know, it was—it was a pivotal game for them to win to solidify their position in that division. We'll—we'll we'll see how it goes, though. Like I said, getting into Sunday, like I said, you know, early morning we had the World Cup and everything like that, and that transition into the uh, afternoon slate, which was uh, overall, man, we had some pretty good games, man. I think all the games could have been decided
1: by a touchdown, if I read it correctly.
0: You know, it was some pretty, pretty good games. So, you know, first game, I think, was the Eagles-Bears. And, man, like I said, going back to fantasy football, This dude, Jalen Hurts, man, put a hurting on me. I'm going against, uh, I can't bring the pain in our league. And Jalen Hurts had three rushing touchdowns. And I'm just like, please, somebody stop him, Do something. (laughs) Taking
1: all the touchdowns from Miles Sanders, bro.
0: All of them. For real, ball hawking, man. but, But it seemed like, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't watch that game, but we got news today that he suffered a sprained shoulder, which makes him questionable playing against this Saturday night game against the Cowboys, man.
1: That's a big game to miss. That's I don't know. I I mean, I feel like they're going to pull the, you know, we have a 13-1 record. We can go, we could probably see if we could skim out this victory against Cowboys without Jalen Hurts.
0: Right, because I mean, then it becomes a question of you know how far you look to the future. Do you want to win this game, a divisional game, or do you want to win a Super Bowl? Because at a certain point, you know, you got to be like, man, you know, QB one's not here, and we we claim to be a complete team, so we need to dominate on both sides of the ball. So it's, it's kind of almost, you know, I mean. Hurts is dynamic. You won't see anybody a bigger Hurts fan than me because I believe dude was the truth going back a couple of years ago when he, you know, first came to the league. Right. But I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be hard, man, because, you know, begin at this time of year to put somebody in there like that, I don't know. Then you going against Cowboys, all that fanfare and stuff. It's gonna be interesting to see, but I think they have enough cushion to where they can still have the one seed. And definitely win that division.
1: Yeah, I mean, but even if they do lose, it kind of puts them in a bad position for that number one spot because the Vikings are right behind them. And the way the Vikings are playing, they seem like they're trying to find a way to get this number one in the uh, NFC. But that would only probably happen if... Jalen Hurts is out for two games. Like for the remainder of the season. I would I would think two games at most. Right. Right. But if right. that's the case, then the Vikings, the Niners, and Dallas all have a chance to get that first uh first seed if Jalen doesn't play these next two weeks. So we're gonna have to see how that injury plays out. Hopefully he comes back soon, but the way it's looking, he may not play this Saturday.
0: And going to the next one, man, I mean, as a fan of this team, bro, I haven't felt this way in so long. Like, we have the rival matchup with the Falcons and the Saints, and I was not even the slightest, like, excited about it, bro. They, they, I don't know what it is, man. They robbed us of our joy, man. Like, this used to be like, yo, Saints-Falcons. It's a rivalry week. We gonna turn up, you know, and all that, and it's just like the way this season been going. You just like nah, let's get this over with.
1: Yeah, man, I'm I mean they they way.
0: won yesterday, but it's just like, eh, nah. nah. You know, it's, you're not excited about it, man. They they, it's rough, man. I mean, technically they still have a chance in this division, which is sad, but. You know i just I'm just not excited about the Saints man. They say it they 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 robbed us of the joy it
1: it It's very sad to be a fan and for us to say we're not excited to watch a game because normally we're all excited to watch a game, but like you said, we've been robbed of our joy this year. I'm at the point where i'm I'm ready for next season man i'm I'm ready to see what changes we're gonna make. For the better good of next season's football, because this season is washed. I don't. We're not going to the playoffs, and if we do manage to find our way there, we're not going to do nothing in the playoffs. It's it's just a rough year for us, man. It's like we've dealt with this the past two years. We just we just need one healthy season. One. I could see if we were losing as a healthy team, but we ain't been healthy in so long, bro.
0: Real man, like sheesh. Yeah, and like you say, I mean, how how can I be, you know, sad or, or, or not sad, but so blase about a dub, a dub or the Falcons, bro? I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. It's cool, man. You know, it's whatever. So yeah, it's I I, I just I just hate the feeling, man. It's a terrible feeling. It is. It is what it is. But going to this next game, uh Lions Jets. That was a good damn game, man. It was. And how about these damn Detroit Lions?
1: Them boys seven and seven now, bruh. Who would have thought?
0: Seven and seven. At the starting off one and six.
1: Who would have thought? Them boys I are mean, playing.
0: No matter how this season turns out. You got to give Dan Campbell coach of the year. You have to give it to him because Detroit has been the laughing stock of the league for decades now. And, you know, with most people, I think maybe next year you would have those expectations of, okay, this team may be, you know, better than what they are because, I mean, we've seen them terrible. We've seen them terrible for a long time. But for him to institute that culture, they were the preseason uh, team for Hard Knocks, and you know you watch them and it's like, man, they they look like they got something, and then they start off one to six. You like, damn, they ain't got nothing. But the way they turn it around and you know making plays, and they've been they've been competitive in damn near every game this season, so that was always there. Right but when they're coming in, winning these games. And you know, like I said, going to that, talking about that Vikings team, they came in and they were favored against them and they won and did what they needed to do. This Detroit team is impressive.
1: They're very impressive.
0: Because that is, Jets defense, that Jets defense is elite.
1: Yeah, they have Jets have a great defense, and them boys was battling all the way to the very last quarter, man. Lions overachieved, like you said, man. There's nothing more we can say. Them boys started off bad. But now them boys looking like some contenders, and looking at the rest of their schedule, them boys can go ten and seven. They can finish the year ten and seven and get a possible That's playoff spot. That's crazy, and it's crazy because we would have never. Who would have thought we would be sitting here right now saying Detroit has a chance to get to the playoffs with a record of ten and seven? It's ridiculous. I would have never thought the lines was even with no in-
0: superstars. With no superstars on they, the team,
1: they have no big time notable. Uh, players on their team, that's just pure football players who are finding a way to win games. Their defense has been playing great. Offense has been clicking. Them boys are. They, if they win these next three games, bro, that's going to be a Cinderella story we're going to have to look out for in the playoffs.
0: Most definitely, bro. I mean, Jared, golf was a joke. We, You know, everybody was talking about, like, when they made the trade, they're like, the Lions are going to do what? They going to eat that big contract and didn't have to deal with Jared Goff? Right. Because, I mean, you know, let's face it, last year he did not look great. Uh -uh. But this goes to the coaching of Dan Campbell and his staff to where they getting those guys to be like, be a pro, do your job. They got Jared Goff to where it's like, I mean, you know, fair enough, he fizzled out in the Rams. But he took that team to the Super Bowl that year, which they shouldn't have got to. But you know, I don't want to rehash the right. pass interference call. But he, 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 he's he's not trash, and he's able to find his niche in that system, and they're using him to his strengths. And it, it's been it's been a good it's been a good watch, man. But they beat the Jets, who still had a chance. But you guys, Zach Wilson, I told you, bro. Don't yeah. put your faith in that guy. I'm about to say with, with him and boy. with some bad coach with that clock management. Oh, f- f- Zach Wilson, get him the fuck out of here. No, no. <laughs> that's but, your boy. You know, man. They they better hope they, they better hope Mike White is, is ready next week if they want to make the playoffs because that's what they're gonna need. But the Detroit Lions are seven and seven at the start off one and six. That yeah. Dan, Dan Calvin has to win coach of the year, bro. Has yeah. to. I agree. Uh
1: I just don't see a uh, coach who's achieved so much when you were expecting so little.
0: So little, bro. So little. I don't know what the over under is on their games for the season, but I, I know that should be the easy cash because it probably had to be like five games or something or maybe even four. But... Yeah, man. If you're a Detroit Faithful one, man, you you got to be living it up right now, bro. Say so moving on. You had the Steelers Panthers. I didn't watch this game. I had no fancy players. I didn't care at all. Steelers won twenty four six sixteen. I thought the Panthers were going to do something. That they played a good game in Seattle, but I see you know Sam Donald, another former Jet draft bus pick. They just couldn't get it done and. You know, who cares?
1: I was pulling for the Steelers. I mean, I put the play out for the Steelers to win this game. I don't care for the Panthers. I didn't have any fantasy players on these two teams. I watched the game. It was a good game. I mean, it was competitive, or whatever. Steelers put out the win like I predicted. Who cares about the Panthers?
0: Yeah, that's that's a big I don't care. Like I said, that, <laughs> moving on. This was the game where it was like, I can't believe that just happened. And wow, that's the Cowboys Jags. What a good game. Um oh, it was a hell of a good game to watch. Um, <laughs> like, the Cowboys. You this is what happens when you get into the media, you start buying into your own bullshit, and you look past the team. Cause you know it was that big brouhaha ha with Michael is talking about is Jalen Hurst the MVP or is Philly you know the MVP? You the whoop de whoop. Yeah, you worrying about that game on Saturday when you had this game on Sunday, and these damn Jags bit y'all in the ass. They sure did. Right? They handled them. Sunshine like, came like, in there and handled time. it. Yeah, the halftime it was twenty one to seven, bro. Like y'all's was, y'all was doing y'all thing, bro. But you took y'all off the ball. Turnovers came into play, and y'all went y'all went to Duval and got an L. Yeah, when this was supposed to be not a layup, but an easy dub. And now look at you! Now look at you!
1: You're ten and four when y'all could have been eleven and three right now. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. CD probably shouldn't have. Bobbled that ball upward, if anything, but still, y'all shouldn't have been in this position. Y'all were up, like you said, 21-7 at half, but y'all up here, you BS the rest of the game, and you got some uh, bad results. Now you're 10-4, and now your chances of winning the division, not the division, but getting that uh, first seed is kind of slim now.
0: It's getting shorter. Yeah, man. They they put themselves in that position and they gotta watch out now and be on their P's and Q's. They get a little bit of a break with uh, you know, the injury news that's concerning Jalen Hurts. They don't know how, you know, if he's gonna be available or not. So that that's gonna be an interesting game. But yeah, man, they took it off the ball, man, and they they lost that game, bro. And it was it was a good watch. It was crazy to see, but damn Jags, that's a team creeping on the come up. I, uh, if if the Lions weren't where they were, I would give uh, Peterson another, you know, candidate for coach of the year. Right. Because where this team was last year with Urban Meyer, compared to where they are now, has been a complete 180 and a, a, a great turnaround to see because, you know, Lawrence was there and he had to deal with that whole shit show that was uh, Urban Meyer there. And now he gets to see how pros coach and how everything's supposed to be handled. And you can see the difference in that team, bro. You can see the difference.
1: Yeah, Jaguars have made a huge turnaround from what they used to be. Jaguars used to be a team that if you got sent there, your career is going to die. But now it seems like they could be competitors
0: now. And that's the crazy thing, man, because before they got rid of all their talent, they won the AFC Championship not too long ago with Blake Borders and Jalen Ramsey. And Jalen Ramsey put the curse on them when he's going to say, you know, they face no He's Like, hey, we're going to win that bitch. Shouldn't have said that, bro. <laughs> like, Shouldn't have said it. But like I say, they blew that team up. And ho- hopefully they can rebound and do something, man. But they-, they got a good young core, and we'll see how they go going forward. And another week, we have the Texans. Mm. playing like a team whose record means nothing and going out there and play football.
1: Right. They
0: pushed the damn Kansas City Chiefs, the the cream of the crop in the AFC to overtime. And they did the same shit the week before against the Cowboys. So it's like, has this team been sandbagging or is it just any given Sunday? I would say any given Sunday, but they've done
1: it two weeks in a row. And it's like, Every game I watch for the Texans since Cowboys, I literally tell people, Texans going to compete, but they're going to lose for that draft pick. So it's like the Texans going to let you know we here. We're not that trash like y'all making us out to be, but we still going to lose so y'all can, uh, we can get that draft pick. But they gave KC a run for their money, dog. I thought Kelsey was going to have a, a monster day, but he didn't get nothing on the field. Well, touchdown-wise, he got a lot of his yards in overtime, but still. KC wasn't as dominant as they usually are. I mean, McKinnon got that overtime touchdown that they needed to uh, seal the game, but Texans was giving the boys a run for their money.
0: they they literally ranked the worst in, like the worst O line in football, and they like I said they 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 they've been competing and pushed the the cream of the crop of the NFL two weeks in a row. Right, so it's just like, damn, bro, what's what's going on there? Is it just you know teams taking them for granted, taking you know thinking they can Cadillac and get an easy dub? And Texas is like, nah, we 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 ain't just gonna give it to you, fam. We gonna fight.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, got <clears> It just
0: was was crazy to see. Yeah, it was crazy to see. And uh, another game to me similar to the effect of the Steelers uh, Panthers was this uh, Broncos Cardinals. Um who, who cares? I mean, this is two teams that have been eliminated. Um, no backup quarterbacks. It was just a straight uh, quarterback uh, at
1: that uh, for the Cardinals. You
0: know, so. Cardinals going to be another dang. sad story this week, bro. Yeah, I don't know if I can watch, man. I mean, you know, it, it, it's Christmas week. You want to kind of be in better spirits and good things, and I don't, I don't, I don't think I can watch another episode of that That's hard knocks, man. I can't do it. <laughs> it's 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 crucial, man. Like you are gonna see a bunch of sad faces. Plus, it's like we've been eliminated, you know, a a official eliminated. It's gonna be like, nah, man. I turn the cameras off, bro. Say, Please. say we say y'all had a malfunction and something. Be like, hey, wrap, wrap this season up, man, because it is is hard knocks might have a. A curse.
1: It's two in-game seasons in a row
0: that them teams stinked. Well, no, no. I had to push back on that. The Colts stunk it up before they got there, but they made a push and wound up losing to Jacksonville. Yet again, another time where Jacksonville was taken lightly and they sent sent somebody home. Because they could have made the playoffs if they beat Jacksonville last year. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You're right, like. They, 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 they. You know, they kind of put it where it's like, damn, thought we could fall in the playoffs and eat some, just lose to Jacksonville in the last game of the season. But this season here has been the slowest. You know, it's like watching the train wreck in slow motion, bro. It, it's been the slowest death, and it, it's been depressing to watch, bro. Like I, I, I can't watch. I can't watch this week. I'm not gonna do it. I'm saying I'm not I'm not watching. Not watching. You say that, but you're gonna watch it and tell us all how sad it was on, on oh, man, Tuesday, so. I, can't, man. <laughs> I might I might have to watch it next week or something. As as like, you know, put that bitch in, uh, in in last year and leave it there, but I can't watch it this week, bro. I can't, bro. Right. And you know, like I said, the, the day before we had the biggest comeback in NFL history happen. And yesterday, we had the craziest ending to a Man. game I, I've ever seen. Man. This Raiders-Patriots game, that, you know, because this the thing, you, you, t- you hit me up in the first half. I was like, look at the Raiders actually doing what they need to do. This slowly but surely the Patriots were coming back. He was like, "Look at the Raiders being the Raiders." Bruh, I'm like, "You got they, to be shitting me!" Do bro. That like, every what is going game,
1: on? my statement is still true. They win first halves only, and then they suck the second half. Every game since I have made that statement has been true. The Raiders come out there looking Facts. dominant, and then they suck ass the uh, rest of the game, bro. And they find they get lucky plays to win the game in overtime or something like that. But the end of this game was just another representation of a lucky win off some foolery that y'all shouldn't even been in. They do it every week. It doesn't surprise me. I would literally should start betting for them to win the first half and lose the second. That's what I should start doing because the Raiders (laughs) are going to keep doing it. They're too consistent. They always do. It just doesn't surprise me anymore. Derek Carr doing stupid things, doesn't even look to Devontae Adams, bro. It's like, dog, why Why do you even have Devontae as your receiver with freaking nine targets and 28 yards? Why even have him out there? Why? For what? He might as well go back to Green well, I Bay. I told you.
0: Derek I, told, done, I told you Carr is done next year, bruh. He's you done, right. bruh. He I agree. contract. They're done with him, bro. They I done. Agree.
1: They need to pick up a free agent because this ain't working for me, man. I'm sick of seeing Devontae uh wasted talent out there, dog.
0: It's the worst. You know, you know what's hey hey, this this is about to be an angry diamonds prediction. You know what's gonna happen? What's that? Uh they gonna bring in they gonna bring in the red skull uh, of quarterbacks. They're going to bring in Carson Wentz oh, to come Lord. play there next year, oh. and they're going to draft a quarterback. Carson Wentz is going to injure himself because he gets crazy on that field, and whoever they draft is going to be the next great quarterback for the Raiders. That's what's going to happen. Carson Wentz brings the quarterback that you need. He gets there where he's like, <laughs> he I can't <laughs> obtain that. So I bring others to the treasure. That's going to be Carson Wentz. They're going to bring in the Carson Wentz, the red score. They're going to get. They're going to draft the quarterback, and that guy is going to be the leader. I don't know who it's going to be, but that's what's going to happen to the Raiders because Derek Carr fucking stinks. He does, and honestly,
1: I would rather uh, them Raiders sign one of them three quarterbacks from the Niners because all three of them boys can't stay there. I'm sorry, Jimmy G can't stay there. Purdy can't stay there, and Trey Lance all can't stay there and be great quarterbacks. Yeah. You you think? Well, okay, let me rephrase. Trey Lance has to stay there. He's on What's contract. It? Okay,
0: he's, okay.
1: Lance has to be there. Jimmy, Jimmy don't. Jimmy G gonna go to the Raiders if if Purdy if Purdy uh, does something in the playoffs, he uh he can go. I feel like he'll be fine in the Raiders. If Purdy does well in the uh, playoffs, Ooh. Jimmy G uh. Jimmy G might uh have to go somewhere else. Especially if they find their way That's to the right. Super Bowl. If Purdy gets them ball the Super Bowl, Jimmy G's job is done. Cause they seen they're trying to they rush him back. They're trying to rush Jimmy G back, but they're gonna rush him too soon. Either they gonna put him in too early and he loses, or Purdy gonna uh carry the load and uh win games in the playoffs. I
0: don't I don't, I don't think Jimmy G's coming back this year, bro. I don't think so either, but
1: but them boys talking about he may come back early. They talking about he got a chance to come back before the NFC Championship. I'm like, why would would y'all do that? If Purdy got y'all to the NFC
0: Championship, y'all need to ride with Purdy. You might as well. Well, I mean, that's the thing with the 49ers, man. You know, like I said, the way Shanahan has that system up, he has it to where as long as you're a serviceable quarterback, don't turn the ball over you can actually be part of his system. Right. He takes the, the biggest point of failure for most teams, and he limits it. He mitigates the risk of it. He's like, I just need you to be, you know, I hate the term, game manager, but that is exactly what I need you to be. I need you to be the best game manager to so when you have your openings, to get it to the tight end, give it to the wide out or whatever. I'm going to give you the opportunities, but don't turn the ball over, and we don't need you to be dynamic where we need 250 or 300 yards out of you. That's not his system at all. And of course, with them getting, you know, Christian McCaffrey, that proves that to where it's like, oh, I got a good, another good running back. Okay. You know, I just need him to be healthy and the system will run smoothly. But the Raiders. I mean, bruh, they are so lucky to get that dub yesterday. Like I said, we're talking about the Raiders. They actually won the game because the New England Patriots had one of the most boneheaded plays I've ever seen.
1: I've never seen it. Going that. to
0: that game, it was 24-24. Uh, New England had the ball, last play of the game, Ramondre Stevenson. He runs the football, and they barely attacked They they didn't touch him. And I was like, yes, get those yards because I have a fantasy, which was great. But he overtime. takes it upon himself in a, in a game to where all he needed to do was get tackled and you get the overtime, you have a chance to win. He tosses it back to Jacoby Myers, and I don't know what the hell got in Jacoby Myers' head or what wasn't there to stop him, but he decides to toss the ball back to Mac Jones as if they're down, and this was a last miracle attempt when they could have just went to overtime. He throws that ball, Chandler Jones intercepts it, stiffs arms the piss out of Mac Jones <laughs> and runs it in for a touchdown. A Incredible. crazy finish.
1: A wild finish. It's, it was crazy. Nobody would have thought that would happen because why? There was no need for y'all to try to get a touchdown. It was tied. There was no chance that was happening. You giving it back to Mac Jones wasn't going to help the fact that y'all still needed to go. All the way down the field to get a touchdown. Yeah, I just needed to get out of bounds or get tackled. But no. It was they were tired. He wanted to be Superman and try to win the game and you know get some extra money, but nope. Didn't work. Raiders pull out
0: another lucky win again. I'm I'ma say this here. With Jacoby Myers, he he fell on his sword and took blame and Stevenson was there as well. They took blame for it. On Myers, I'm gonna put 50% of the blame on him. I'm gonna put the other 50% on coaching. Because if you don't have the proper coaching right, they're not gonna put guys in there to let them know ahead of time. This is a situation of football. If you get that damn ball, go down. You get that damn ball, go down. You put a defensive guy, Matt Patricia, as your offensive coach, you won't say coordinator or whatever the hell he is. Mac Jones, they've been getting into it all season. Well, you know, he barking at him and all this other stuff because you have a defensive guy being your O.C. And he's not getting those guys ready to where they have the awareness of, bruh, it's a tie game. There's no need for these hero theatrics. We're not doing that. Don't put it in your head to do that. That That's when, you know, the coaching, because, you know, that's the thing about NFL. These coaches aren't coaching like, you know, well, you got to get in a certain stance. Or all. No, these are pros. With a coach, the head coach, he's there for the game plan or whatever. And the position coaches deal with their, you know, different positions. And that's what happens when you got Matt Patricia there, who wasn't a great coach in Detroit and is not a great OC for the, for the, for the Patriots. So they put themselves in that position to where the wide out thought it was a good idea to do that dumb ass shit because they're still in playoff contention and them losing that game. It might have knocked him out, bro. It might have knocked him out.
1: It it was definitely uh, a wild game, man. I don't know if the moment got too big for him where he just forgot what what was supposed to happen. But Bad coaching, he, bro. It, I, I agree. It's bad coaching. But then again, it goes on the player as well as to, you know, this moment might have got... It could have gotten too big for him to the point where he forgot what what was supposed to happen. Like, he probably could have thought, oh.
0: But that's preparedness, though. That's Drew. coaching. That's that's even before you getting out there, when y'all getting the ball back, it's like, hey, we just going to run the game clock out and go into overtime, and that's when we have a chance to win. That's simple. Just what I just said was simple. But obviously, they didn't convey that. Because look what you got. Right. You got this little uh, bitch tossing the back. Like, you know, we playing NFL Street. And he could just go in and, <laughs> and jump off a player back and snatch it out the air or something, bro. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing?
1: It, it was crazy. It was a wild play. I don't think nobody in their right mind thought that was going to be the end
0: result. Never, never saw that coming. Yeah, like I say, next game we got was Titans Chargers. wasn't a bad game to look at per se, but. Yeah, it, it, it was what it was. Uh, another league I had, Justin Herbert, he didn't really do much that I needed to do. But, I mean, hey, they got the win. Um, Titans, boy, they they may limp. I, I mean, you know, depending on how the Jags go or whatever, they may limp their way to that division. Uh, but they they definitely don't look like the team that people thought they were
1: of course not i mean titans have been it's been a it's been a rough few weeks for these titans bro it's been rough for i mean derrick henry past few games been struggling uh on uh on the run game i mean he got over 100 yards this game but man quarterback wise it's just it's been rough they just they in a rough spot rough spot i mean defense did okay i mean They were picking Herbert off. They were stopping the run. It's just the Chargers were able to overcome that uh, defense and find a way to win by three. But Titans, if they do find a way to get in these playoffs, I don't think nobody's going to look for them to do anything worthwhile. Because as it stands, like you said, Jacksonville could easily take this AFC South now. They're only really... They just need Tennessee to lose one game, and they win, and then now they're tied. So, I mean, we have to see how this all plays out, but I don't see Tennessee doing much in the playoffs. I would rather see Jacksonville. At least they got more heart than uh Tennessee, man.
0: I mean, like I said, bro, you just got to be hot at the right time, man. Um, it's... Yeah, it's been with them. They've been putting all their faith in Derrick Henry, and you're putting all your eggs in one basket, bro. That's I mean, that's the old proverb that people have been saying for years, and when he's that big of a percentage of your offense, plus you got rid of A.J. Brown all offseason, which made him that big of an integral role of your offense, that's what's going to happen. I mean, he's a running back. You put, you you give him so many opportunities to throw that ball. Eventually, you're gonna have it where that ball is gonna get turned over. He's gonna fumble. His body's gonna wear down because you're asking him to carry too much of the load. And I think that's happening with Tennessee because Tannehill he ain't it. You know he he's not it. Your um, wide receiver core, a bunch of no names. Tight end, no name. Offensive line, your you're all pro offensive lineman. He's gone for the year. He went on his podcast and say he's did, probably definitely not returning because. They owe him too much money. He can't see the Titans giving him that money to come back, and he's always been injured the last two or three years. All right. So, yeah, they, they're they on the decline. Um, I don't know if Ray was going to still be there because it's just going to be like, man, another disappointing season because if they make the playoffs, I don't see them doing anything. So it's, it's going to be interesting to watch. Chargers, Chargers needed this win because they want to actually make it to the playoffs. And like I said, Brandon Staley, he's coached for his football life and his career as for the Chargers head coach so he he wants to win every game i mean that's every coach but he really needs to win every game but you know yeah it, it is what it is man um now this game was another another one on the on the slate that it was like damn this is another good football game and that was the Bengals and Bucks um Bengals did not start this game out strong at all like, they, they went in the halftime, only scoring three points, and they barely got that. Uh, Tampa was up 17-3 at half, which was surprising because Tampa Bay has not been doing much of anything on offense the whole season. But what a difference that second half makes. Like I said, it's another one. Let's get the NFL films coverage, footage, or whatever. I need to see what was said at halftime. Because that Bengals second half team was a totally different team. It was a
1: whole different team. I watched that game from the start to the finish. I was like, man, the Bengals can't get nothing going for themselves right now. Like, they're struggling. Joe Burrow couldn't throw the ball because the O-line was just letting the boys get in there. Defense was letting Godwin catch everything that was thrown to him. And boy, when they came back for that third quarter, a whole different team. That defense was getting the Brady, forcing fumbles, interceptions. Finally they scoring on offense. Them boys was clicking. And they overcame that uh 17 3 deficit and they won that game, bro.
0: They won that game. Yeah, bro. It was another it was another big major comeback. And you know, man, the Bucks. Sadly, the Bucks lost another game, but they're still in the lead of that division because NFC South is complete garbage. Garbage. Um, but they blew that lead, man. They blew that lead because I think they were up seventeen nothing, and then, like I said, Bengals got that three and a half. But I'm gonna tell you, man. I don't know what the hell happened between Brady and Evans, but they have it's not just, looked it right. Not, it's not a good duo right since now. Since probably week four of the season, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's Evans skills all de- declining, something happened or whatever, but that dude used to be money, bro, and it's just like, bro, is Evans even going to be back with the Bucks next season? Cuz it it's, it's gonna is gonna like it's going to be really long It's a total transformation for the Bucks. but Brady is out of there, bro. He's out of there. Okay, well, if I don't he's out think of there, Mike retire, Evan stays then. I think I mean, Willie. Really? Cause I'm pretty sure they probably gonna owe him a shit ton of money and you're gonna have to get a whole new quarterback. And I mean he's an Asian receiver. We we have to put that at some time that hey, bro, his his stuff is gonna diminish. I mean, look at Julio. Right. Julio's been bouncing around these last couple of years and he ain't been he ain't been Julio that we remember when he was in the ACL and Saints had to battle that big son of a bitch. Man, you know ran, what I'm saying? They ran like Julio's he'll have the a, a, no. a game every now and then. Oh, do Julio played last night. Like he been, did he? I, I don't know. I don't know if he did or I didn't, but I, I mean, I he's on I the roster.
1: But yeah, Falcons
0: ran Julio but, but down. Like I said, it's going to be another thing, but like you say, Evans, bro, I I don't know if he's going to be back because he's going to want his money and his second half of this season for him has just been garbage. It's, it's been, been garbage, guy, you know? It's been horrible, bro. But the the Bengals, Bengals get the comeback. Like I said, you know, they have. I'm gonna say they have the best trio of wide receivers in the NFL. I agree. They do. They have the best, uh, second best. I would be a, would be the duo. I would say of uh Waddle and Cheetah. Mm-hmm. But you know, Bengals they have the, they have the best wide receiving core in the NFL. Um, they were able to come back. Um, I think they took the lead in that division. I said they yeah. were going to take it. I said and it with too. Lamar getting hurt—that, yeah, that—that's going to hurt the Ravens. Bengals are rolling at the right time. And some days it's better to be lucky than to be good. But when you can battle back, when games that you probably shouldn't have won, you win. That's a good indicator of you know success. Right. So, kudos to them because it's always fuck the books. Uh, always. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And uh I don't think Brady's going to be there next year for sure. And I don't know if Evans is going to be there because they're going to owe him a lot of money. And he, he, you know, he just hasn't been looking good. And with the final game of the night, the Sunday night was Giants Commanders. Last time they played, it was a tie. This time it was another tight game. Uh Danny Dimes came out smoking that bitch in the first half, bro. He, mm-hmm. he came out. He came out hitting, hitting them, hitting them, boom, boom, boom. So, but at the same time, the commanders, they defense, they came to life in their second half, and um, it was a it was a hard fought game. But the Giants got the dub. He did. But it wasn't without controversy. Uh, the first controversy was Terry, scary Terry McLaurin. He asked the refs, like, I'm good. I'm not offsides. I'm good or whatever. He said he got two thumbs up at the ref, and the ref said, you're good. You're good. And as soon as the ball snapped, he threw the laundry and said, you're offsides." Mm. So that was kind of suspect to where I'm like, why did he do that? And it's almost to where, hmm, what's going on with that? Then we had the play call that I saw his pass interference. You saw his pass interference. Everybody saw his pass interference. That was a no call. Now, we're not strangers to not getting pass interference calls because everybody remember 2018 New Orleans Saints against those Rams. Yeah. We know what it is to not get pass interference calls. We know your blatant. pain. Yeah. This was a blatant PI call that was a no call to where they like, they swallow their whistles. No, you can swallow your whistles in the NBA. You can't do that shit in the NFL because y'all got people in New York. They can buzz down. There's like looking at every play. You got refs on the field. You got jumbotrons, and everybody can see that. And this one wasn't even the interpretation, it was blatant pass interference. Blatantly. Bro. And they didn't call it. It's, it's and that that wasn't the only pass interference of the weekend, that Dolphins-Bills game. It was another no call to where it's like, bro, that's not a bang-bang play. That dude is draped over the receiver. How can y'all not call that? And them refs,
1: sometimes the refs be letting the boys play, but sometimes it's like, bro, you got to call this, bro. You got to.
0: I mean, you can let them play, man, with hand checking and all that. But bruh, he was draped over him, bruh.
1: It it is ridiculous. I mean, I don't I don't understand it. The referees they had a ways. I like to say they be fixed sometimes, bruh. But man, them refs gotta do better. They gotta do better. It's just simple like that. Uh, in past interference call. I mean, like you say, we're not strangers to it. We've we've been there. That's why I really don't care when other people get there. uh, But, you know, it happens, I guess. You just got to get referees, got to get uh, taught better. They need to get younger referees, in my opinion. But, yeah, they got to do better, bro. That's just that's all there is to it. Got to do better.
0: It's not even younger referees. We have the technology. We literally have the technology. It will take five seconds to see that it would take little, like nothing. It wouldn't even interrupt the game. That dude was draped all over him the whole time. And it was such a pivotal play, you know, like, dude, I mean, that's that's too much, man. I'm just like, bro, we, we can do better with, you know, people want to have all the human aspect and all that. Fuck that shit. (laughs) <laughs> you got the camera. Everybody saw that, man. You don't need to interpret anything. That's past interference. Even the official like third man in the broadcast, the former ref, whatever, he said it's a foul. It's, you know, it's not it's blatant to him. Everybody can see it. Just do the right thing, man. Cause, you know, I feel we should have went to the Super Bowl that year and we got robbed of that because they just didn't want to do the right thing and it was a blatant call and they missed it. So you have another game where the refs didn't do their job and they may issue some type of BS meal couple. We apologize, but it's not going to mean anything days after or whatever. Right. They they, they got to do better, man. They got to do better, bro.
1: You got to do better, sir.
0: Yeah. Moving on, like I said, of course, we started our bowl season challenge. And my God, have has it been going terrible for your boy? I mean, bruh, it's been bruh, rough. it's been rough, bruh. It's been rough. <laughs> I can't lie, it's been rough. Uh, uh-huh. bruh, I started out. I'm two and seven. Um, that that's bad. That's very bad. Um, I should have just faded all my picks. I mean, two and seven, bruh. But I mean, it, it it's been bad, man. Like. That uh, at Jackson State, uh, NCCU game, bro.
1: Like it was, a, that was a good game, man.
0: Heart, it was a good game, but, heartbreaker. but it was heartbreak, heartbreaker, man. But it it has not it has not been great for me, man. Um, yeah, it, it, <laughs> I mean, it, it's comical at this point, bro. Two or seven.
1: <sighs> I mean don't don't look too far, bro. I'm only I'm three and what?
0: Six. Yeah. Um like I said, UAB, Miami. Miami just came in and whooped on them. Troy, UTSA. I've been following UTSA, UTSA most of the season. I call them meat Meep Meeps, but they got their ass whooped. Uh Louisville, Cincinnati. I took Cincinnati. Shouldn't have did that. I think you had Louisville. Uh, Of course, like I said, went to Jackson State against uh, North Carolina Central. North Carolina Central wound up winning. BYU-SMU. SMU SMU got their ass up. That's another one. Fresno State, Washington State. I thought thought Washington State, you know, they were going to do better than what they did, but, hell, they didn't even show up. Mm -mm. Mm-mm.
1: Everything Uh, we've said has been the complete opposite. And it's hurting my heart.
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> all the pain in my heart. <laughs> Southern Miss, uh, Rice. I actually got that one right. Surprisingly, Frank Gore Jr. That dude balled out. right He had like three hundred something rushing yards, but plus he threw for a touchdown. I'm like, dude, this this is insane. Did you? Uh, did you uh, see the Florida, video? Florida state? Oh, he, oh, I did. Well, he's telling it <laughs> on the, Hey, calm down. Auntie chill. Auntie was getting too turp, bro. She, she was, was getting
1: too turned. She was so she was happy for her uh her nephew, bro.
0: Right. Uh Oregon State, Florida. That was a good one that I had. Um they got they got it done. But um boys it state against North Texas being green. <sighs> boys stay one but they didn't cover like i said good teams win but great teams cover man that that's what you always need to remember All Right. but you know it's just been going bad and i'm looking at the game today you got uconn versus marshall at the time we took him it was 12 and a half that's looking well, like another loss so i'm gonna eight, be bro. two and eight bro
1: well actually that's 20 percent. That, that, they're down 14 so we just need another score
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but still it don't look like the ball, you. there's a minute, there's a minute and twenty left. We had a chance, but they blew it and didn't kick a field goal. So that was our only chance to cover it. So it's looking like I'm gonna be two and eight, which ain't great. And these bowl games have been terrible for the kid. <laughs> right. It's
1: been terrible for me too. Not to be a smooth three and uh
0: seven. So yeah, I challenge, man. Um, it's not looking good. Uh, looking like Locke may beat me. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. see if I can we turn st- it around. We but.
1: still ain't wager on it, though. We still didn't put a wager. <laughs> I,
0: I'm thinking of something. I'm thinking of something. Whatever, but I mean, hey, bro, uh, it just went final, twenty eight fourteen. So that's another loss for the for the good guys. Oh shit! That's yeah. just, oh boy is this, this is terrible terrible but uh you know hey it is what it is These ball games you, you never know you never know um like i say get into the association man pelicans we were flying so high but we had a bad week we dropped three straight two to the jazz and you know, one to the Suns. I mean, Suns was bound to get us. We beat them twice at home. So, um, what was that D book? How many D book drop? He dropped fifty eight points. Fifty eight. Yeah. So he 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 has something he want to get off his chest. Hopefully, we can uh, bounce back this week. I think playing the Bucks tonight. It's gonna be should be a good matchup. Gonna watch that. Um, hopefully, we can bounce back. Um, unfortunately. You know, I shouldn't have put too much stock. I was back calling him AD, Mm, but seemed like he transformed back into street clothes. Hey man, leave my boy alone, bro. Leave my man man alone,
1: bro. That man been balling. Man, he got an (laughs) injury trying to carry. Uh, him and Brian trying to carry that sorry team (laughs) on their back, bro. You can't. I don't. I ain't calling street clothes, man. It's a real injury. That man been balling. Him and Brian's back's hurting for all these. Uh carrying they've been doing this season man <laughs> shucks it's the only time i'll spare ad and not call him street clothes
0: i mean he gonna have them street clothes on man he gonna be having that shit on though. but nah i'm not gonna call him street clothes but i'm just calling him hurt ad um he's expected to miss some time uh with his ankle and stuff it, it was sad to see because dude was playing so well and you can tell he, you know he's taking it serious he wants to get rid of the stigma of being called street clothes but man it's just like bro dude dude stays injured man that's been the story of his whole career i knew that was the gamble from you know when he was with the pelicans and everything like when he's healthy he's a great player but you're gonna have to deal with his injuries and yeah. the Lakers are, are having to deal with that as well. It's, it's unfortunate because dude has really been playing ball, and you can tell he wants it. And, um, you know, it's it's sad to see.
1: It is very sad to see because he was actually he was playing so well. Him and LeBron have been playing so well, and now he's hurt and now putting all the weight back on Bron's shoulders again. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. I mean they yeah. do play yeah. the Suns tonight but LeBron's not playing so they're going to lose. You know. They just need to get healthy. I mean they were so close to getting to 500 but so
0: far. <clears throat> so close but yet so far away. Um got a few other good matchups tonight. Uh Jazz Cavs should be a good one. Um like I say, Bucks, Pels, Lakers, Suns would have been good if everybody had been playing. But like I say, we just talked about that. Right. But, uh, you know, it's unfortunate because, I mean, AD is going to be out for an extended period of time. We don't know how long Steph Curry is going to be out. His shoulder is messed up. He says it's non-shooting. And, I mean, that's just part of the league, man. It's a long season. Uh, these guys get hurt. And it, it's unfortunate, but it's part of the game, though, man. Yeah. But we'll keep keep on trucking on and see see how that goes. Uh, college basketball, I still ain't ready for it yet, man. Still, yeah, I'm the still the not calamity. Near. Yeah, the has come down. Uh, you know, a certain point to where it's getting more constant, but I'm still not there. Especially with football being where it is. Hopefully, in the new year, it'll it'll you know get more constant to where we can we can give our plays cause I'm not, I'm not putting my record on the line for these college, these college. Our record
1: would be so trash right now. If we put it on, if we were to be putting
0: <laughs> plays out, bro, I mean, for, for the way they've been playing with these tournaments and all those shit, mm-mm, it's not worth it, bro. It's just not worth it to do. Um, but you know, with that, I think that's going to wrap up another episode of the give me My points podcast um you know like i say, we want you to like share subscribe Uh, be a friend tell a friend tell your sister ain't it cousin mother niece up on your daddy's side whoever you need to tell let them know about the show also like i say join the p3 picks plays and parlay discord we give out our picks every day make sure you join that get your podcast wherever you get them whether it be apple google spotify um, Amazon, Audible, we're we're out there, man. You know, link up with us, man. You know, I'll let your boys. And with that being said, lockable.
1: Peace.